0: Hello and welcome to Stand and Deliver, a JoJo podcast. This week, we discuss episodes 26 through 29 of Season 3.
1: is I uh, finished Leprechaun Back to the Hood. How'd that work out? So, it's weird how six movies in, they finally got, like, production values, because that seems like an actual-ass movie in a lot of places. I do not believe you. I swear to hand to God, it actually looks more like a real-ass movie than the rest of the Leprechauns. Like, there's definitely some parts where it doesn't, but for the most part, it's, like, better acted than the rest of them, too. It's weird
0: you saying there was something wrong with warwick davis's acting in the previous movies
1: no i mean he was the best part obviously i'm saying there was uh maybe something dubious about the acting of everybody else oh okay like i don't know maybe these movies were made to launder somebody's money i don't know <laughs> I, I have no idea yeah uh yeah also uh Kind of a good thing that that one is uh, nowhere near as racist as the first Hood movie. I would have thought it would be more,
0: considering the title.
1: Yeah, you would think that they would have doubled down on it, especially spelling the as T-H-A, but uh, no. A lot less, lot less racist. Still, like, uh, uncomfortable in a few places, but overall...
0: Okay. Well, I mean, there's
1: nothing nothing approaching the free at last thing, that's, that's for damn sure.
0: So, this is the end of the Leprechaun Report?
1: Uh, yeah, I think that this is the end of the Leprechaun arc of Stand and Deliver. I did not watch Leprechaun Origins because I can't. I love the Leprechaun, and I cannot bring myself to watch that movie precisely because I love the Leprechaun.
0: Okay, well, speaking of uh, horrible short creatures nobody likes, uh, this is Stand and Deliver. This week included uh, the horrible episode. Junkin' Boy is coming. We were all looking forward to it. Uh, Everybody loves it.
1: I was legitimately hyped up for this because I wanted to know why you hated it so much and why everybody else hated it, and uh, I now understand. Junkin!
2: (sighs) Junkin!
1: The fact that you got sick nose going for you just really helps us out.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but, yes... I mentioned before I started recording, I actually do legitimately feel sick. Not just nose, uh, might barf. I'll try to mute that if it happens. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to think about Junkin, boy. That's for damn sure. they will just accelerate everything.
1: Yeah, I'm going to get like two notes in on this thing, and it's just going to be puke all over the place. Mm. And if you Ralph, then I'm going to see it, and then I'm going to Ralph.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm God. Larry Davis with me. He's George Brundle. He... A tolerated junk and boy we all, and we ha- leprechaun we all have to movies. make yes we all have to make sacrifices <laughs> the leprechaun origins thing
1: just makes me even more mad watching clips from that because okay so before we get mind you i'm trying to put off this John and boy episode as much as humanly fucking possible so i'm just going to talk about the leprechaun a little bit more
0: oh i uh, want this to be over
1: yeah. <laughs> well i need it I just need to finish this. I need to get this off my chest. They have announced a new Leprechaun movie uh, that will be out in December. I need to finish the Leprechaun arc of this podcast. Let me get through this. They announced Leprechaun Returns. The actual Leprechaun character is back in this one. It's not this weird like goblin thing that Hornswoggle played. But what if I told you that in Leprechaun Returns, they did not get Warwick Davis back. It's just somebody else as the Leprechaun. I know. It's not even Hornswoggle. What the fuck? Why would you do that? They, they,
0: look, all they had to do was get Wee Man. That's all
1: they had to do. Would have been okay with that.
0: Yes. He would be an acceptable replacement. What? An... (laughs) oh you said dig up (laughs) you just said get Troyer I was gonna be like well I've got some bad news for you
1: (laughs) the leprechaun riding around on a Segway would be pretty good though
0: I mean riding around on a Segway and then peeing in the corner while drunk seems like something (laughs) the leprechaun would do
1: uh, one of the first scenes with the leprechaun in Back to the Hood is he gets really fucking high, gets the munchies, and then accidentally gets, like, pushed into a refrigerator, but it's cool because he just starts hotboxing in there. Excellent. There's a great bit where he picks up someone's phone and just starts hitting on this woman on the other line, and she gets to, like, all right, how tall are you? And he's like, I'm 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 three 3'6", but, but I make up for it in other ways.
0: Leprechaun's got a big dick You told me these movies were good Big Dick Leprechaun Yeah, they're BDL (laughs) They are
1: movies Yeah (laughs) They're timed at 90 minutes, so you know, technically Sure (laughs) Uh, Jenkin Boy's coming Uh, Happy Kira just flying around Still with the stand arrow Hell See yeah. some dumbass kid and like I guess this is happening
0: You know he probably would have been Better off if he had just stabbed that Telephone pole with the arrow
1: Wish he would have stabbed me I wouldn't have had to watch this episode By
0: the way I skipped I did kind of watch this I skipped big chunks of the episode Because I forgot this okay. is also um, This episode actually does have Some kind of important stuff Specifically the bit with Rohan taking pictures At the train station Mm.
1: Yeah, also, I stopped taking notes about halfway through this because I hit a point where I wanted it to be over so bad that I needed to, like, not waste any more time. I just had to fucking watch it and get it done with. Uh-huh. This episode's rough. Uh, so the stand arrow, though, kind of gets established here that, like, it chooses its target. It's not Elder Kira who's doing this necessarily. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, they're at, like, a train station, and, uh, Rohan's hanging out with Joseph. Rohan loves the company of older men. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, everybody loves the company of Joseph. Well,
1: sure, but, you know, he's also taking pictures of businessmen. I understand it's for his comic, but, like, look, this is... It's for research. Ah, Rohan. Uh, and then, yeah, some awful little kid just... Little goblin man comes up, starts screaming. Yeah, you want to play Jenkins with me? Oh,
0: Jenkins! And uh, you know, he's got a fucking gross hole in his cheek. Props to the voice directors of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure for finding (laughs) the worst person possible to play this kid.
1: So fucking bad. And it's one of those voices that has me genuinely curious to hear how it turns out in the English dub.
0: You know what I hate most about Junkin' Boy, actually? They gave him a costume that looks very similar to Polnareff's.
1: Oh, man, I didn't think of it like that.
0: That's actually, I think, the most single offensive thing about him. There are a lot of offensive things about him. I hate his big lips, I hate the way that he talks, I hate this gross hole in his cheek that he just, like, you
1: see his tongue sloshing around and his teeth. It reminds me of, like, those huge gauges that people get, like, on the bottom of their lips so it's like a window into their mouth. Yeah. It's fucking disgusting, I don't know why anyone does that.
0: They they (sighs) predicted it.
1: It's awful. Everything about this guy's design, the way he sounds, I hate it.
0: There's one thing I like about him, and that's actually his stand power, but we'll get to that. Um I think that's stupid too. The one thing I yeah. like about him is the stand name.
1: Yes. Uh which took me a little bit of having to like listen to the episode to pick up on it. Um
0: What it straight up shows I, it when um Rohan looks at his uh book face. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, never mind, that's probably where I clicked for me. I blocked a lot of this episode out, by the way.
0: Great. <laughs> yeah as you should
1: yep look who could blame me so uh yeah this kid continues to harass rohan who like is immediately fed the fuck up with him as i am like look, rohan is a perfect audience
0: surrogate in this episode yes other than his dislike of most of the rest of the cast uh rohan's a good joint <laughs> good uh judge of character
1: I kind of am starting to come around on Rohan's disdain for the rest of the cast, though, because it's so unbelievable and over-the-top that I think it's just great.
0: Also, some of the stuff they do to him, uh, sure. especially later in this batch of episodes, like there, of understand was a, it. There was a bit
1: here where I was just like, I think Rohan has no legitimate reason to dislike these people because he perpetrated all the heinous shit against them, not the other way around. But, like, at this point, I kind of just like how he's begrudgingly roped in with him, and that just makes his life miserable. Yeah. So he just, like, walks up and is like, great, these fucking assholes again. Now yeah. I
0: have to deal with this and act polite. Yeah, basically, he likes Koichi and Joseph, and that's it. Yeah. End of list. Uh, so I really like so skipping ahead though on the subject. I really like when he goes to the restaurant and he's like, "Oh, it's the shithead Josuke, the idiot Okuyasu, and the moody Yukako."
1: Yeah, like that's specifically the bit where I started to turn around on him, and I'm just like, I like being inside Rohan's head
0: uh-huh.
1: and like actually hearing the way that he thinks about these people. Uh, but yeah, this kid he likes absolutely the least. Uh, because he keeps following him around wanting to play Jankum. And, mm-hmm. uh, he uses Heaven's Door on him and, like, cause he suspects he's a stand user or something. Cause he looks weird enough.
0: Yeah. I mean, why, here's, here's the thing. Why didn't Rohan just assume that he wanted to go huff some Jankum? <laughs> Remember Jankum? Wasn't that like you
1: shit in a bag And then you huff somebody else's shit Or something like that
0: Yeah it was basically Well it was a hoax It was never actually a real thing Yes the idea was You poo and pee pee in a bag And let it (laughs) ferment in Like a hole in your yard for a while And then you huff it to get high And it ended up Like police took it seriously
1: When does this uh, Take place again? Uh, Late 90s so this is like he's maybe got another three years before it coincides with that rumor, and I kinda think the Jenkins boy would actually like be into it. Probably. Yeah. He I... would hear the name and be like, Oh, I love that. Uh-huh.
0: Gotta get the Jenkin.
1: Yeah, he'd also be disgusting enough that
0: about the time where he has his
1: shit and piss in a hole in the backyard, he'd be like, I'm I really like that.
0: I actually think Jenkum would probably be a little bit later than this, because I do remember uh, Leroy Jenkum jokes. So, mm. yeah, was probably, yeah, it's probably in around 2005, to... something like that. Yeah,
1: maybe. I want to say it was around when I was, like, late middle school, early high school, which would be uh,
0: 2003, 2004, so. I don't know. We're old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah old to be watching a damn cartoon on the internet. I'm 31 years old, let me tell you about this anime that I watched
1: at my job. Yeah. (laughs) So, he finally, like, relents because he finds out that this kid doesn't have a stand, which is simply not true. Uh, Plays around with him, and he beats him, and then he's like, alright, get lost, hops in a cab, and drives away, leaving this kid just shell-shocked that he lost this Stupid game of his.
0: Junkin' Boy is shook.
1: Yeah. Hashtag
0: uh, shook. By the way, why does Heaven's Door not... Like, why does it say he doesn't have a stand? I don't so think that's ever explained.
1: Like, Rohan, like, touches on it later where he's just like, oh, this kid must have been in the process of developing his stand. So that information wouldn't have populated in the book, because I think that... Anything that appears in like the book version of people is stuff that they are aware of or have experienced, like on a very cognizant level. Eh, maybe I don't know, but yeah, it's a little bit of a stretch, and you can tell that like the actual like rocky reason is well, we need a reason for him to play this game. He could just use his power, find out he's a stand user, and then be like, hell no.
0: Yeah. Again, that's the reason it's a bad stand. It requires that you actually agree to the game. Yeah.
1: Well, I mentioned my theory to that to you, and I will get to it. All right. Well, actually, I, I could just mention it now, because... So his stand power is that he can absorb other stands, but he only absorbs them in uh, thirds. So he has to win three games in order to fully absorb a stand. But even when he has one-third of Heaven's Door later on, he's able to control it up to a point. Like, he's able to erase something that was written in his book. hmm So, if he successfully captured Heaven's Door, and he had a brain, which he definitely does not have... Oh. ...then he would have the most powerful stand, because he could just use Heaven's, uh, Heaven's Door on anybody, right in them, you will play Jonkin with me, and you will always throw paper... And then he could steal anybody's stand all the time. Yeah. But yeah, that's not if how this won't. goes down.
0: And if he was smart, yeah. But no, yeah. neither of those things happen.
1: Yeah, it doesn't check out. It's not in his character. But like, if you wanted to look at it like super critically and just like look at his stand's power and how good that power is, like it's kind of ridiculous if he beats Rohan. Otherwise, yeah, yeah the whole con- the, the consent thing kind of... Fucks it up, but
2: mm-hmm. yeah.
1: But uh so Rohan goes to uh Cafe sure. my got
0: Sure My My Joe My My Go. My my go? Migos my joe? Migos
1: Right in and tell us how little we know about cafes, French and I don't know, tea.
0: Don't do that. Please don't. I don't care about either. It don't either write of in and tell us about how much you love the new Imagine Dragons CD.
1: These jokes are uh, designed specifically for one person, so I hope the rest of you, I don't know, keep listening. I <laughs> Maybe there will be one for you later. So, uh, yeah, this is uh, where he just kind of, like, talks trash about all of them in his head, and then Junkin Boy shows up again, just, like, stealing his seat. Yeah. And he'll only give it up if he plays another round, and Rohan's like, no, fuck you! And he starts throwing a temper tantrum, and then everyone feels bad for this gross goblin child.
0: Hey, you know, I got got some feedback. Somebody told me, hey, you should be nice to Shigechi, because he's supposed to be autistic. One, I don't think he was. Two... No, he's a mutant! Two, I don't care if he's supposed to be... Like, you can be autistic and not be horrible. Like, he's just a straight-up... He's awful. He backstabs everyone. He's a greedy little garbage child. Alright, well, anyway, go on. I also on.
1: don't think he's... I also don't think he's specifically written necessarily to be autistic. I think he's written... Like, the he's stuff just about dumb. him having trouble making... He, yeah, also is a middle schooler. Like, if you want to get into the shit where it's like, you should be nice to this fictional character because, maybe it's more the fact that he's like, I don't know, 10. Is he? I, he's in middle, I don't understand what age people are in middle school, first of all, so I'm assuming it's like uh, 10 to
0: 12? Uh, uh, that'd be like 12, 13, I think. Okay. Mm. Well, I actually, I don't really know how it divides up in Japan, though.
1: Oh yeah, that's true. I got—I definitely have no idea about if the you Japanese think, educational system.
0: Actually, I guess middle school would be like thirteen, fourteen, because you'd have four years high school. Eighteen, yeah. So, but there's
1: a lot of things I'll pretend to be an expert on, but yeah, draw a line somewhere.
0: Leprechauns—you're an expert on those.
1: No, that's just a hundred percent. I'm all in on the leprechauns.
0: Yep. Professor so, of lepology. Uh...
1: Uh, yeah Dr. Lep so they yeah they they feel sorry for him and then Rohan relents and he plays the game again and he beats him and then he is like super smug about winning his seat back and everyone thinks less of him but like knowing what (laughs) Rohan has had to endure so far like I would be smug too if I were him
0: Yes, for me this is the part where I cheer at the screen (laughs)
1: where he's just leaning back with a shit-eating grin on his face yeah i love it
0: yeah that's basically that's that scene right there is the end of inglorious bastards when brad pitt says this might be my masterpiece that's the equivalent of rohan (laughs) Rohan. sitting in that chair with Junkin' boy (laughs) crying
1: Leaning back saying that oh man so uh next rohan is buying some like Art book or he's going to And then the kid swipes it out from under him And so now again He's being challenged to a game you're Okay and, uh, I
0: have problem with this part Okay, That, that is your book problem? is 7500 yen That's about yeah. 75 dollars Give or take The Junkin Boy grabs it and is like Alright I'll take this what's he gonna do You think Junkin Boy has 75 dollars to pay on the plant To pay for a plant book
1: I don't. Uh, I mean, he's devaluing it by holding it. So at this point, it's really more like a $35 book.
0: You think he'd bring it up to the counter and the guy would just be like, oh <laughs> uh, boy, I mean, nobody else is going give... to buy this now. So
1: I'll give this to you if you just leave and never come back.
0: Yeah, okay. That's a
1: good point. It gets flagged in the system like the book George Costanza took it to the bathroom with him. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Joe's <laughs> K fingers Joseph for stealing books at the at the Barnes and Noble. We're
0: gonna call in they detective arrested. bookman. Jose K, hello <sighs> So her junkin boy so, uh, still has yeah. Tropical can- wait, was Tropic of Cancer? Tropic of Cancer. See I was yeah. going to say Tropical Chancer and it's like nope, that's a La Rue song song. <laughs> i'm so dumb we
1: all are so look be nice to larry all right he likes larue (laughs) it's
0: a horrible affliction but i can't help it when so jonkin boy's like i'll give you the book back but you gotta play me
1: and then rohan's just like all right i'll fucking play you and he just decks him in the nose
0: Yes, this is the best like part. Like rock, motherfucker! Yep. Just straight up slugs him in the face. I love it. Me
1: too, and then Junkin' Boy pulls this crapper he's just like, I held my hand out like paper the whole time, so you lose. Yeah, that shouldn't count. No, it definitely should not. And then he just starts like sucking air in through this disgusting hole in his face.
0: Mm-hmm. Real, I've uh, seen a lot of... He's a regular Harvey Dent, this kid.
1: I've seen a lot of shit in this show, but... Christ. Mm. So, this is where he absorbs uh, a part of Heaven's Door, one-third of Heaven's Door, and then, um... Like, so Rohan uses Heaven's Door on him, and then, like, writes in him, like... I, I can't remember if it's like I will always lose to Rohan or if it's like I don't want to play this game with Rohan. Anymore.
0: It says uh I cannot attack Rohan. Okay.
1: Right. Because so he puts that in the there but not he... into can. Yeah, and uh yeah, so it, it changes and that's when Jonkin Boy gets up and he ex- he explains his whole stand power, which I already went into. Uh so they have like two more rounds to play. And, by the way, uh, we have
0: not mentioned the they... actual name of the stand Which is Boy to Man Yeah Which That's... the The dub version calls it boy, Was it Boy Man Man?
1: Yeah, something like that Should have just called it Manish Boy Well, they can't do that Well, I don't think they ever really directly Called that character by that name
0: Oh yeah, I guess not
1: and yeah. they've been changing like names so much. It would still oh, sorry, I don't even. Ah, yeah, I suppose. So, they they play another round, and uh, Rohan loses this one as well. So, like when he lost the first third, like he kind of lost the strength in his arms, and this time he's lost his strength in his legs. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, Rohan is somehow able to start flying through the fucking air to play Jonkin like thirty feet above the ground, uh-huh. glowing with Goku energy.
0: This is the part I mostly skipped because, as much as they like to claim, like, oh, uh, uh, Rock, Paper, Scissors is about it's a mind game, you have to outthink your opponent. No, not really. Yep. So, like, here's the thing I was watching Kaiji, and as I told you, that is, uh, like, the whole first arc of that is betting on Junkin', but. The twist there is that they're using cards, and they have a limited amount of each card, and so that's where the game comes in, is trying to figure out, oh, do they have any of these cards left? That means they can only play these two, so I can use this. And, like, that is interesting. When you can just make whatever you want, eh, just pick one. It doesn't matter. Yeah. There's no way to know.
1: It's almost like they turned it into an actual interesting game instead of something that you would use to, like, solve a minor dispute with a friend. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I'm not against Junkin. I love it when the the Ginyu Force plays it. Oh, yeah. In this, though... I I mean, I don't know. I like Rohan flying through the air with, like, Dragon Ball Z energy around him. Because it's just dumb. It's dumb, and it looks neat, and I like it. But, like, that's a tiny little sliver of something good in an episode that's otherwise miserable to watch, and kind of just disgusting. So... Also, the end of this makes
0: zero sense.
1: Yeah. So, uh, Josuke and Joseph and the baby uh, show up, and then there's some stupid thing about, like, oh, uh, I'll call out to them, and that will prove whether or not I'm lucky. Like, if they respond to me, that'll prove that I've got luck on my side, and if they don't, then I'm (laughs) in deep shit. And he shouts out, and then Joseph and Jotaro kind of look at each other and go like, oh, it's Rohan, we should probably just ignore him and walk away.
0: Yeah, Josuke is basically like, eh, it's Rohan, screw that guy. And Joseph looks at him for a while and then is like, oh, that kid must be one of his fans. Okay, well, see ya. (laughs) Oh,
1: but this was also like, uh, he used Heaven's Door on the baby When and how, I have no idea, because we would have actually been able to see that in this interaction, but fuck it, it's JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Also at this point, he had lost
0: two-thirds of Heaven's Door.
1: Yeah, so... Look, again, it's JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, I've been on this ride for I don't know how many episodes at this point, but it's been a lot, so I'm just gonna let it slide. Uh, But the... The thing was that he he uses this to to cheat at the game. So like the baby will, uh, force Jonkin Boy's hand into I want to say it's like rock. Yeah, like somehow from the baby that I make them. Yeah, yes. Somehow this baby gets into the air, and forces a twelve-year-old's hand shut.
0: I think the implication is that it's something related to its stand powers but I don't know how that would be because its power is just makes things invisible. Yeah. It sounded that, that the happens. the part where it shows the baby uh with the stuff written on him is like a quarter of a second or something. Like I had to go back to see exactly what it was that was written because it's something it is like buried. um I don't remember exactly, but it's like two or three sentences, and it's very quick.
1: Yeah. So, uh, the Junkin' Boy loses, uh, he has to forfeit all of Heaven's Door, and then the Junkin' Boy, so distraught over his loss, throws himself into traffic, and I had very high hopes for the way that this episode was going to end. Yeah. And then Rohan does the dumbest thing that he has done probably
0: in the series so far, which is to save this kid. Well, maybe. In reality, jumps- it probably would just plow through both of them.
1: Yeah, because the thing that actually like screws this all up is uh, by that I mean killing this child, which is what I was rooting for.
0: Yeah. The best outcome.
1: <laughs> so... Pappy Kiro was here the whole time watching this somehow not being noticed uh this fucking polaroid just floating around behind his child the entire time. Uh he smacks into the like windshield of this truck driver who somehow can now not see the road past a tiny polaroid <laughs> picture. Yeah. <laughs> just feels out going like oh no. Yep. Uh, who swerves out of the way uh, saving Rohan and unfortunately the drunken boy and uh, so they kind of like they make peace with each other Uh, Rohan suddenly appreciates this hideous monstrosity Uh, and then Joseph shows up and he's like "Uh, the baby the baby's gone where's the baby no one can find the baby no one does find the baby the episode just ends
0: yep So for Rohan the record, we again. left
1: Drunken Boy alive, and this
0: innocent child, this baby... Who knows? I think Rohan knew where it, where it was, but he had to pretend he didn't.
1: <laughs> well, I like the animation here, too, because, like, Rohan just sort of looks like he's dancing in place... Yeah. ...instead of actually looking for the baby. hmm uh, I really don't like this episode, man. Me
0: either... See, you thought I was exaggerating No You were not Okay, manga anime differences Uh, Removed Yoshihiro stating the arrow Cannot hurt those chosen by it And Rohan mistaking Ken's cheek hole for a mole
1: I don't know how you do that But okay
0: I, I don't know, but I like the idea of Rohan Seeing Junkin boy and then just doing the austin powers mole bit <laughs> uh removed you some of what doesn't
1: stand it he's gonna have to like take a closer look at it like lick it do his whole thing yeah po- poke it with a stick oh boy i'm glad this episode did not go in that direction
0: Removed some of Yoshihiro's monologues and reactions to events, such as the analogy to Alexander the Great when Rohan got hurt by a glass shard while Ken didn't. So apparently, I guess Pappy Kira was not quite out of nowhere originally. Uh. Uh, removed a conversation between Rohan and Joseph, where Joseph, an avid comic book collector, asks Rohan if there are English translations of his comics as Joseph is not very fluent in reading Japanese, and Rohan replies in the negative, stating Americans must either lack taste or can't understand the subtleties of his work.
1: Well, I thought that that whole thing was really cute up until the part where Rohan started talking.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like Joseph being like, hey, I want to read your comics. And Rohan's like, no, you Americans are stupid. I mean, it's not wrong, but also, come on, man. Well, also, come on, have you seen most manga? Come on. Removed Rohan reading details about Ken's life, loved soccer and started playing baseball until his coach started complaining about his long hair, blew his nose on the coach's hat when he quit, hates peppers and anpan, likes fatty cuts of meat, afraid of the dentist and namahage, have no idea what that is, and has never used a public bathroom.
1: All right. Well, at least in that last regard, he's kind of coming up on
0: top. Yeah. He hates peppers.
1: I don't. Know. I don't agree with that.
0: Uh, this manga anime difference is just shows the inside of Ken's mouth. Oh, That's oh, a boy. net negative. Yep. Uh added a sketch of the cafe by Rohan oh wait hold on what is this wait a second you know what we have
1: uh did the wiki fuck up again
0: Suda says what the colors we chose for the duel between Rohan and Junkin Boy were inspired what? by another series I'll let you take what? a closer look mainly at the auras around them ha 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 the boy ken oyanagi was brilliantly portrayed by chika sakamoto i particularly like his insolent tone as well as rohan's who is even merciless against a child
1: this just added 30 minutes to this (laughs) podcast
0: this this already i guess the blu-ray must have come out at some point i don't know great (laughs) this already It's
1: gonna be awesome when we get to the next episode and there's not one because no one in this wiki wrote it up yet
0: yeah probably uh, this already happened a few times before, but this episode allowed the voice actors to surpass themselves. During the recording, Ms. Sakamoto and Mr. Takahiro Sakurai, Rohan's voice actor, both gave off a lot of energy. I remember it very distinctly. According to Mr. Araki himself, Ken's stand design is inspired by Tetsujin28. Oh, I has... Gigantor!
1: I was going to mention that, and I totally forgot to.
0: Yep. But yeah. Uh, however, I hesitated to faithfully recreate the colors So instead of Tetsujin's blue, I opted for a more metallic coloring Just like in the manga, the junken Duel happens in five rounds But during a meeting, we thought about shortening it to three In the end, we've managed to keep all five rounds in the allotted screen time
1: Everybody in the meeting was like We really should just get this episode over with What if we just made it
0: three? Yeah Hey, guess what? Next episode uh. has no pseudo-commentary. <laughs> Got it in one. Uh.
1: Episode 27! Why did these answers... Shoot...
0: Huh? All right. I just want to know no, why sorry. they would put that there and then not do any of the others.
1: This is the JoJo's wiki.
0: Yeah. A thing that we
1: continue to use despite the fact that it is as poor as it is.
0: That's kind of what makes it great.
1: I mean, yeah, I'm not arguing that, but still.
0: I thought Suda says did straight up, it just didn't exist for these episodes. Now it's even worse because I know that they're out there somewhere and we don't have access to them.
1: Yeah, it's, it's either... This came out recently, and so they're not all typed up yet. Which is even more baffling to me that this was the episode that had to get typed up. Yeah. Not these next couple episodes with this wonderful alien and this bizarre highway stand. Like, these are good episodes. Now, uh-huh. don't write anything for that. Write about the Jenkin boy. Yeah. Why do you write about the hole in his cheek and how... F- oh, God. to visit me in my dreams tonight.
0: Look, we only have I'll a Wake up with sleep
1: paralysis and a child over my bed asking me to play Jenkin. Well, okay. You all right. Yeah. You okay. Okay. I thought you wanted to go throw
0: up. No, I got uh, a text. Um, I'm happy to announce that uh, Redbox on demand. You can stream Thanksgiving, watch on demand, and get free one night DVD rental at the box. Stream now, valid through November nineteenth.
1: They aren't sponsoring. I don't think we... they aren't sponsoring us. Not yet. Not not sponsored by Redbox.
0: Not yet. We're I'm sponsored by it. the
1: last blockbuster, though. Yes. Please do all your video rentals at the last block. I had to explain to somebody what be kind. Uh, man. So I was talking to a coworker tonight. Uh, they did not know what "don't copy that floppy" was, so I got to show them that. And seeing somebody's like first reaction to that video is kind of amazing. So I'm glad that I had that experience.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, they also did not know what the phrase "be kind, rewind" meant.
0: Uh, well, it's a movie with Jack Black and most stuff.
1: Oh, boy. So so I had to explain, like, okay, well, we have these stores where you went in and you rented videos and they were on VHS, <laughs> so on. you had to rewind the video. How old is before, this person? I think, like,
0: 22? 22, oh 22, no, 20... you would know at that like, age. Like,
1: yeah, like, I was still surprised, but they seemed to genuinely not know, and if they were pulling one over on me, like, they did it real good. Uh, but I also had to explain to them, I don't know if I ever explained it on this podcast, but the whole thing with having, like, a separate device just for rewinding VHS tapes.
0: Yeah, but that's, like, a joke. Like, that's, that was a gag gift. We, we, owned one of those. My mom had one I'm of those. I'm sure you we, did, you... because she was dumb. Didn't yeah. understand how technology works. I'm not arguing that either. um, you told would me just... that your mom would sit there on the couch with a box of wine and watch multiple <laughs> episodes of M.A.S.H.
1: Yeah, just knocking back glass after glass of Ziffendale. <laughs> <laughs> so now I got this like really fucked up nostalgia for M.A.S.H. and Ziffendale. Like that specifically just reminds me of the 90s, an era where, number one, M.A.S.H. did not originate in the nope.
0: 90s. <laughs> Just getting blasted on Bucks wine and laughing at Hawkeye. <laughs> but yeah, we, we would...
1: Man, when you just wanted to watch another fucking movie so bad that you could not wait the three minutes for it to rewind in the VHS player, you would rip that thing out, you would put it in the secondary VHS... It existed only to rewind! You had to have paid something like $35 in 1990s money... Which now would have been, like, I don't know, a hundred bucks? Just to rewind your damn
0: videotapes? Are you for real? I open hand palm slap a VHS of Robocop 2 into the rewinder.
1: This is like the, those like DVD players where you could put in like six different DVDs at once. Like, what kind of animal? Like, you couldn't just open the tray and swap it out, you had to pay premium so you could just load it up with, like... God...
0: Premium, more like creulum. Am I right? Uh,
1: I'm glad everything's going digital now, so we don't have to deal with that crap anymore. Digital. So, episode twenty-seven. Here we are. Deer- Forty minutes Deer- into
0: this thing. Remember when yep. I said I wanted us to just blow through Junk and Boy quickly?
1: No, <laughs> you gotta. You gotta really dig into Junkin' Boy. No. Slosh it around on the palate. Mm. Like a fine Zinfandel that episode.
0: Is it Ziffindale? Are you trying to say Zinfandel? Isn't it, isn't that what it actually is?
1: I think so. it's one of those things that I can never quite pronounce right.
0: Oh, uh, like Shigechi.
1: Yeah, or Okiyasu.
0: No, see, you've got that out, but I don't think you ever once pronounced Shigechi correctly. You always, you always said Sigechi.
1: and I never will.
0: Nope, no reason to now. Because he's, cause he's dead now, so
1: I don't need to pronounce it anymore Hooray! anyway. Yeah.
0: I clap for the death of a child with autism. <laughs> so somebody claims. For- I still don't buy it. Me
1: either. Elder Kira shoots Legolas with an arrow.
0: Uh-huh.
1: But it just bounces off of him.
0: Yep, doesn't take.
1: Yeah. Uh, much like my attempt at suicide after the Jonkin Boy episode. I'm sorry, everyone, I'm still here.
0: <laughs> you sat in the sorry, garage with everything. a tube leading from the tailpipe into your window, except that it turned out you forgot to turn the car on. The garage doors left open yeah
1: <laughs> then i noticed it i was like ah oh, shit i got out of the car didn't put the parking brake on car slides out of the driveway it's the whole thing so uh there's a new
0: intro and it is way better than the last one hell yeah great days except here, yeah i didn't know something weird with this one which is not in the next episode um I don't know if it was an error or like they were really down to the wire with producing this intro or what. But the one part where it shows, um, who is it? It's like Rohan and Yokako. And then the next scene, it's like Jotaro, Koichi and Okuyasu, I think. Uh, They're just like silhouetted and then they just sort of pop in. And then mm. in f- in future ones, like they actually animate, they like spin around and pose. But in this one, yeah. for some reason, they're just black and then they pop in. It's weird. Ah, huh. I I don't remember that happening.
1: I don't doubt that it happened. Just that I've now watched this intro quite a few times because I've maybe gone and rewatched it in my own time. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. Yep, I think it's real good.
0: Yeah, I think it's something you wouldn't notice if you saw this first but being used to the yeah. other one, especially because I like the weird spin Yukako does, uh, oh. and then to not see it here was, like, weird.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so, it is
1: summertime. Jotaro's worried about tourists coming in. Summertime, and the, that... and
0: the weather is high. Yeah, that's what he says. Uh-huh. He's a big fan of Mungo Jerry.
1: And he just leaves, and we don't see him again for the rest of the episode. <laughs> Uh, and Kira's just jonesing to kill. Uh, like, his fingernails are growing rapidly in real time, mm-hmm. and he's, like... He's just being such a fucking weirdo. Man, like, he just keeps watching girls from outside his window going, like,
0: Oh, I wish I could kill her! Yep. I just want want to strangle
1: her. show No kill November, am I right, everybody? I <laughs> want to show them the real Kira. Oh, yeah. He even thinks about showing his not-wife, the real Kira. Uh, she is kind of getting undressed for bed. And he startles her, and she, like, screams and flies backwards. And then he thinks to himself, it's one of my favorite bits here, is just him going, like, opening up might be a bad idea.
0: <laughs> Maybe a mistake. And then there's, like, a weird, like, uh,
1: pinhole camera in his ceiling. And, like, I'm, I'm glad that I figured this out immediately, which was, like, I bet his weird son is watching him. Yep. I bet his weird son put that camera in there before the stuff that happened with Kira.
0: That I don't know about. Oh, God. But he so, definitely knows uh, something is up.
1: Yeah. So, meanwhile, it, and maybe you can explain this reference to me when... When we get here, uh, Josuke and Okuyasu, they find a crop circle, and Okuyasu just looks at it and says, Terry
0: Funk! <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what that's supposed to mean. I looked I... up who Terry Funk was, and yeah, I... I still don't understand what it means. I know who Terry Funk is, I don't know what it means. <laughs> okay, great. I...
1: I tried looking up Terry Funk JoJo's Bizarre Adventure to see if, like, anyone mentioned, like, what the deal was with the reference, and I could not find anything.
0: They also, uh, at least the subtitle for me, spelled Terry with an I instead of a Y. Yeah, And I don't know what that's about. I Uh, wonder if that's another, like, obfuscation thing. Maybe, but I just, yeah, I kept trying to figure out what the deal is with this. Like, is it because it's circular and Terry Funk was known for doing a spinning toehold? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That's,
1: like, a ultra-specific reference, then. I don't think that's And I kind of hope that's the case, because that would be great. Um, that would be like, that would be such a specific reference that by the time you explain that to somebody, there's zero humor left in it. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, look, there's Which kind of, perfect. other than Okiyasu just randomly yelling Terry Funk, there's not really much humor in it either. Because yeah. it's completely no, inscrutable.
1: That's just Araki sitting there hunched over his desk going, "Ah, oh, this one's just for daddy. Yep. Yeah.
0: <laughs> now, uh, if it paid off later and we got Okuyasu standing in the shower uh, talking about how Jerry Lawler is a Florida cracker, uh, <laughs> then maybe it, it would have been okay, but I have no idea what this means.
1: I think that would have just meant that we followed up the worst episode in the series with the best one, but unfortunately that doesn't happen.
0: Yeah. This This is still a really good episode, though. It is, even though this is obviously a case of them accidentally making an episode too long.
1: Oh, God, yeah. This is a real Vanilla Ice scenario. Yep. So, uh, Josuke notices someone under a pile of grass in the middle of the circle, and it's the weird guy from the start of the episode. I love this character. He is great. He has a dope outfit. Yep.
0: Just says says "ct"
1: all over it. Hell yeah, has a UFO on it. Yep. Uh, he says he's a space alien and he asks if he's on Earth and then shows Kei and Okuyasu think this is a riot. In fact, Okuyasu thinks it is such a riot, once again shows his taint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I really like that this is, like, you know Okuyasu's excited when he just drops to the ground
0: and spreads his legs for you. Uh-huh they uh they say they're laughing so hard it's making their stomachs hurt, and so uh alien man very helpfully produces some uh stomach medicine for them, which just makes them laugh harder
1: yep uh so also Joe's k like offers him some tissue for the uh cut on his neck and he just eats the tissue like package yep. and all yep says so this is delicious. <laughs> So, yeah, he, he says he's not from Earth and that he was, like, looking for a suitable place to stay, and so, like, he's here kind of observing people for now, and, uh, like, they sort of just bail on this after he eats the tissue mm-hmm. and bump into him later at, like, a closed ice cream shop, uh, which is their only comfort on Monday mornings, Uh uh-huh. which I love. Uh, and then the alien shows up and he's just like, oh, I got two ice cream cones right here. Just pulls them out of his bag. They are ice cold.
0: Uh huh. So at this point, knowing about what his power is and everything, I was thinking, wait a second. Did he like turn parts of himself into these ice cream cones so they can eat them? I guess not. I guess he just somehow had cold ice cream cones in his bag. Yeah,
1: I, I'm not sure uh but yeah so he introduces himself he says that he was a spaceship pilot and his hobby is pets just pets it's everything about them yep he keeps a mouse in his bag yep
0: he likes it when he uh puts him on the back
1: yeah same co-worker also like i I mentioned that i think mice and rats are adorable and that they make great pets and apparently this is a weird opinion to have
0: i feel like it used to be i think now not so much
1: Rats are really smart, and they're, like, super friendly if they're domesticated. Yep. I like mice. I think mice are just adorable in general. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm I'm just glad I'm not crazy. I'm glad somebody validates this opinion. So, thank Look, you. me validating
0: uh, your opinion does not mean you're not crazy. Well. We're both sitting here recording a podcast about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. There's something or, deeply I, I sure wrong wish. with both of us.
1: So, uh, Okuyasu and Josuke also, during all this, start, like, communicating telepathically? Yep. About whether or not he's a stand user? Yep. And, that, like, whether or not they should just beat him up. <laughs> I mean, this look. This guy gave him ice cream. let's, like, deck him.
0: At, at this point, given the things that they've seen, it's not unreasonable.
1: Yeah, Sure. Uh, and then like while all this is going on the alien is just mimicking Okuyasu's actions like including picking his nose I (laughs) I love it I really love this guy and so like fire trucks come by and uh, I think this guy's name is Muzi isn't it um Mikitaka okay like the shoes he turns into say Moosey on them
0: yeah and that's where I got a little little thrown off I think that's like his nickname or something
1: yeah, uh, the the sirens are, like, he's allergic to them, so they, they make him start screaming and breaking out in hives. And Okuyasu's like, I'm gone. I got my ice cream and I want to go
0: home now. Yep, you never see Okuyasu again.
1: <laughs> That's right. Uh, but Josuke goes over to, like, help this guy out uh, and notices that he's turning into, like, blue tentacles, and he reveals that he's, like, a shapeshifter. Uh, so he turns into some sick kicks and uh, asks Jose Josuke to take him away from the sirens and uh, he's like suddenly able to jump clear across town with these shoes on.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and when they land he tries to attack him with Crazy Diamond uh, but it's just like a faint see if uh... I I have Muzi written down for all <laughs> of these notes so this is a problem. Sure. Uh, I was gonna call him that because it's easier than saying whatever the other thing was. hmm But it's a fan to see if can see it and he can't, so like Joe's cave then is sold on this idea that he's actually an alien.
0: Yeah. So here's a question. Do you uh-huh. think he's actually an alien or not? <sighs> I actually think yeah, probably. Because he can't I think see so stands. Too yes and
1: i'm trying to think of stands that can that like directly impact their user in the way that the shape-shifting thing would because like it turns him into a pair of shoes like it can morph him into something much smaller than he is because he becomes like a set of dice later on
0: yeah it's pretty unique among stands i believe um the the cool thing is, though, it still has a name, even though in the title card it says something, I think where it says a stand name, it has, like, question marks next to that. Like, yeah. I don't know if this is actually a stand or not, but we named it anyway. Which, by the way, is also yeah. one of the best changes for the dub, where the original was Earth, Wind, and Fire. And I believe the dub one is something like Terra Ventus. That's which pretty is, good. Yeah, that's all right.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know, because they do actually make it, I think, ambiguous enough because you could just sort of, based on some dialogue later on, infer that he is just really obsessed with space aliens and maybe was doing this as a gag for a while, but then developed a stand and then suddenly started thinking that what he was saying as a joke was real. Uh-huh. Or maybe that made an obsession turn into something more realized to him. I mean
0: I like that you never really know. Yeah. And also given this I, series sh- sure could be. Sure.
1: Yeah, like a fucking zombie was the head of the British Air Force. Right. And nobody noticed. So Yeah. Uh yeah, like if it boils down to personal preference mine would be that he is an alien. I think that is more interesting. Yep. So
0: not a fan of him brainwashing that lady into thinking she's his mom, but I'm cool with it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well look, you've already expressed your affinity for mind break, so let's just
1: file that one under mind underscore control. Mm-hmm. Put it in a very specific folder. Yeah, keep everything organized. Oh you gotta. Yeah. Look, Kira understands the uh, benefit of organizing things. I mean, you saw his toenail collection. Sure.
0: Okay, uh, And now they're just growing so fast,
1: and he has nowhere to put them all. Oh, no! So, yeah, uh, he... he basically... I have a bit of an issue with case logic here, because the idea is he wants to use another friend of his for a personal gain, which is great. <laughs> Uh, but instead of just saying, like, hey, why don't you transform into money, then right. I spend you, then you just, like, fly out of the register, and everything's cool, I can buy whatever I want, because you can turn into whatever bill I need you to turn into. Yeah, instead, when, when it, I
0: saw this, like, that's where I figured he was going to go, because he says yeah. something like, can you turn into something small and multiple, you know?
1: Yeah, um, and and light, I think he also yeah. says. But instead he has him turn into dice, because he's going to go play dice with Rohan and cheat <laughs> Rohan out of his hard-earned <laughs> comic money.
0: Which, like, at at some point, the original idea of, like, oh, maybe he's going to make him turn to money. Then you think, oh, but then when he, like, leaves the register, that would really screw over the person working at, like, the cashier. Because then their drawer would be off balance, and that wouldn't be good for them. But then this way, he's just taking money from Rohan, so... Yeah, that's, okay. that's
1: morally acceptable. Yeah. Uh also I don't think Joe's K is necessarily above that other scenario because as we find out in a couple episodes from now he still will totally just take shit from somebody and fuck up their life. Well, uh, yeah. So, you know, look, we said Joseph wasn't a gentleman, a stark contrast to Jonathan, but I'm going to say that Joe's K may be even more uh more morally
0: gray. No, I don't think so. I think Josuke uh, generally is a nice boy. Like, yeah, when, but I when think he took that, those phones, I he think didn't Josuke know. He still were... does
1: enough for personal gain. That kind of makes him maybe the grimiest of the Josephs of, of the Jojos rather. Eh. Whereas, like Joseph still like Joseph still did things more for other people. I think necessarily than himself.
0: What about Jotaro, though?
1: Well, Jotaro is just a non-character, so he's not even part of this conversation, as far uh, as I'm concerned.
0: Okay, understandable.
1: Yeah, uh, I had written down here what is Rohan wearing? <laughs> Keyhole sweaters, maybe not a good idea for men. I mean, I don't. You look, actually, I don't care. Wear whatever you want to wear. Uh, this outfit, though, boy,
0: it's pretty good. Looks like something a uh, Prince backup dancer would wear.
1: Rohan Part 5 called and wants his wardrobe back.
0: Maybe this is just the point where Araki started developing what Part 5 would end up looking like.
1: Yeah. Uh, And so, yeah, Rohan is like, uh, yo, straight up, I hate your guts, uh, but you're putting 30,000 yen on the table, and it would be fun to take all of that, so let's do this. (laughs) Let's play some dice. Dice. Yeah. So Rohan doesn't want to use Josuke's dice uh, for good reason. Josuke is a cheat. Uh, So he's like, I'm just going to use these three dice that I just happened to find in my house. I didn't put them there. I don't know where they came from, but I trust them more than I trust yours.
0: (laughs) I would guess he already had dice there and uh, Josuke, the ones that he has like with him are... Originally Rohan's
1: well, that is what happens i I, I, I think, know, but but you're saying yeah. like
0: uh Rohan didn't have dice in there to begin with, but I'm well, pretty I, sure he just I would. was gonna
1: say that the way that Rohan reacts to it is like, oh, we'll use these dice that I just found,
0: oh,
1: uh, so, I don't
0: know that he does. I feel like he like intentionally went in the house yeah. to get some, and then he was like, all right, well, we're gonna use mine because we're not gonna use yours." check the tape no i refuse
1: check the tape i'm pretty sure he says he just found them anyway uh this was all part of the plan though uh josuke going all cross-eyed here because his master plan worked uh he had planted those dice inside rohan's home josuke says it's all according
0: to keikaku
1: (laughs) that's right uh
0: so yeah i'm not entirely sure how this game works really um it's um, uh, okay, so this is actually another game featured in Kaiji. Uh, from what I remember, you throw three dice in the bowl. uh if any of them fall out, that's called a pisser, and you automatically lose. Uh, Very good. But basically, your score is the highest number that does not match. like if you get two fours and a five, your score is five. And you can keep throwing until you get a like actual score like that with two matching numbers, or I think if you throw like three times and don't get one, you just lose. Hmm. But then well, there is can also... the thing where if you get one two three, then you have to pay out double, and if you get three sixes, then you win five times the bet.
1: Yeah, so like it really doesn't matter what the rules are in these episodes because they do. Muzi basically is screwing this all up because the first thing that Josuke rolls is three sixes, uh-huh. uh, which is called no men. And that means that his wager is rewarded with five times the amount, uh, which causes Josuke to panic because that's way too much for an opening move. To automatically makes him suspect. But this sort of thing keeps happening. So it, narratively, it's very good about saying exactly what the stakes are and exactly how much is lost. So you don't need an intimate knowledge of the game itself.
0: Right, it's like the poker scene in Casino Royale. Like, you just have uh, Jeffrey Wright there to tell you what's going on.
1: <laughs> he just threw three sixes, which means it's no men. Mm-hmm. So Rohan has to pay out five times the amount. Yep. I will die in the next movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I want don't know why Royale. they brought
1: me back, really. <laughs> Uh, so good. Uh, so Rohan wants his 10,000 uh, yen back, so he puts up another. Uh, but his role is uh, it results in him losing double his wager. So Jessica is really freaking out now, and Rohan is super suspicious. And that's the episode, so that's all I gotta say about that.
0: And that's all I have to say about that, okay. Wow, there are a lot of manga-anime differences here. Uh, Rearranged Yoshihiro shooting Mikitaka with the arrow to be before Kira's scene? Whatever. Added scene between Jotaro and the Speedwagon Foundation member. Oh, right, we didn't mention that.
1: Oh, we did. I mentioned that. It was a cool, cool summer. Oh, right. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, change some dialogue from the narrator To the Speedwagon Foundation member And Kai Harada from Mario Radio Oh yeah Is is this the one where also Like there is the bit from the radio station Talking about A guy crashed his motorcycle near the tunnel Oh the yeah I kitchen? can't remember if that's this
1: one or the next one but I think it was this
0: one This one uh, Moved Hayato's scene after spying On his parents to the next episode uh, removed Josuke complaining to Okiyasu about his mom and inserted some of his dialogue to Mikitaka instead about his mom freezing his bank account. Oh yeah, that, that explains why he doesn't have the money he won from the lottery.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, removed a few lines of Josuke and Okiyasu when they check out the crop circle. So they removed some lines, kept Terry Funk. Gotta do that. Gotta keep funk. <laughs> Removed Mikataka showing Josuke and Okiasu his electric toothbrush from his bag? Why would you take that out? I don't know. Why did he show them his electric toothbrush? <laughs> <laughs> Alright.
1: <laughs> Browser history just full of those Spider Man and uh, Black Suit Spider Man videos. What are you talking about?
0: Oh, you don't remember those? No. Oh, oh yeah. Well, we okay. Got something yes. To talk yes about all right. I, yeah. I remember. I wish I didn't.
1: Yep. Yeah. There's some videos out there involving uh, two cosplayers. One is Spider-Man. One is Black Suit Spider-Man, and an electric toothbrush.
0: You know. That... Uh,
1: and they found up on YouTube. I'm pretty sure, which is why I got exposed to that shit.
0: That's like the. Prototype for that stuff that's going on now Where it's like a birthday yeah. party for Elsa Spider-Man's oh, yeah. here Nothing uh, compares to
1: eye Socket, though As far as shit that wound up on YouTube That
0: definitely should not be on YouTube Yeah, pizza time Yeah, boy Okay I've uh, removed Okuyasu wondering where Josuke went After he flew away with the sneakers He just flew away. (laughs) Removed Josuke asking Mikitaka if he brought any family or allies. Removed Mikitaka saying he made the ice cream cones from his fingers and Josuke being grossed out. Oh no! (laughs) So okay, I was right about that. (laughs) Great! Uh... Removed Mikitaka shapeshifting his face to look like Natsume Soseki from the thousand yen note <laughs> So apparently that might have been mentioned as a plan in the manga Great, removed that's Mi- pretty good Removed Mikitaka's eyes on the dice when he first transformed This is featured in a scene in the next episode Remove Josuke training Mikitaka on how to roll a die properly, including Mikitaka being ticklish, puking from mo- motion sickness, making Bruce Lee noises, and Mikitaka wondering if Josuke's planning on deceiving somebody. Man. And, uh removed Rohan going back into his house to get the dice, though it is mentioned. And removed Rohan talking about the history of silo and taunting Josuke about what the Yakuza does to cheaters. Shove two dice into your eyes And dump your body in the river Before they kill you they stab you 21 times Because 21 is what you get When you add up each side of the die <laughs> That's
1: how I want to go
0: They should have left that in I want to
1: die In a freak CeeLo accident
0: <laughs> Yeah Well, You mean like getting killed by the guy from Gnarled Sparkly right
1: Uh yeah no he would just do me in Like the Yakuza Mm-hmm. <laughs> The game
0: continues! That's right. game is afoot! So yeah, the Vanilla Ice one where I mentioned there was another episode in Part 4 that did a very similar thing. This was the one I was talking about.
1: Boy, does it. So, Josuke assumes that uh, Muzi has finally realized to hold back a little bit. Uh, But he's wrong, because he rolls another omen like an idiot. Uh Uh-huh. So, uh, Rohan's okay with this, and he just kind of laughs it off. And everyone's having a good time. We're having fun here. We have fun here in Morio. And just have a good time. Then, uh, yeah, you know, so uh, just uh, Rohan picks up a pencil and just chops his own pinky off. I mean, that's what you do. <laughs> yep. That's how you have a good time.
0: You, uh, the credits. <laughs> Rohan is so dedicated. That's what makes him great. Uh, he will just do anything to mess with Josuke.
1: So I saw this scene already, like, a while ago, when they did that whole uh, All Systems Goku thing where they were showing them clips of other animes. Yep. So, like, I, I knew about this. But what I did not know is that it just smash cuts to the credits right after it, which is hilarious.
0: Yep. Like, doesn't also, even let you
1: linger on it. Just credits go.
0: <laughs> also that this is not, like, the result of any sort of high-stakes thing. It's just these two idiots betting.
1: Yeah, but like that's sort of the thing that was deceiving about that was almost thinking that this was the stake was chopping off a part of the body or that this was the work of a a stand or something. No, Rohan just did that completely unprovoked. Yep. That's just Rohan being Rohan. Mm -hmm. And so Rohan says that he will discover uh, how the cheat works in one more turn and he puts up 1 million yen uh, and says that he will pay Joe's K that to have Crazy Diamond fix his pinky if he can't figure it out. Uh-huh. Uh, but if he figures out the cheat, then he will take Joe's K's pinky in retribution.
0: Yes, they also have a special guest referee. He's back! Tamami! Yeah! I wish Tamami
1: were my stepdad.
0: You're going to say you wish Tamami was your mommy. <laughs>
1: i forgot oh, tamami mommy showed up again tamami. <laughs> tamami eating tamales with my mommy horrible <laughs> terrible is that a limerick did i do a limerick no is that how that works oh uh-huh. that would have been great a limerick did.
0: would be like there once was a man named tamami he liked to eat tamales. Blah 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 blah. blah. Something something. Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay, that works better.
1: Uh, yeah, Tamami's here as a guest officiator. Uh, he will use his lock to ensure nobody cheats. Because if you cheat, you'll feel you'll feel guilty about it. You get a lock on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first roll comes up as a two, threes, and a four, which is considered a natural. Uh, so is relieved, uh, but then Rohan's just like, oh, yeah, look on your face like somebody did what they were asked.
0: Well, again, by, it's weird he phrases phrases it like that. Basically, that just means like it's a normal roll. It's not like a one, two, three, or all sixes.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then he uh, notices Muzi throw up a little bit because he got <laughs> shaken around too much. I
0: just, love that. Yeah. Oh, just the barf oozing out of a hole in the yeah. dice. It
1: has a little t- tiny amount of barf. Sim going like, yeah, yeah. So, uh, sirens also start going off now. Perfect timing. Uh, the dots are breaking into hives, and uh, Josuke just, like, picks him up, and he tries to shout over the sirens. Uh, cause Rohan's, like, pressuring him, and he throws another omen. <laughs> Great. Uh, but the lock doesn't move, so Tamami's, like, satisfied with this. Huh? Uh, but Then, like, there's a bit where Tamami's just like, oh, my log didn't move, so I guess he wasn't cheating.
0: No, that's not... Did you misunderstand what the point of this is?
1: I might have misunderstood what the point of this is.
0: He's there to make sure Josuke does cheat. Because Mm. Rohan wants him to cheat so he can figure out how he's doing it. Like, he Mm. says the other way around this would be if you didn't cheat, so that's why he brings Tamami there to make sure Josuke's cheating.
1: Okay. Well, anyway, the game pretty much ends here because the dice are starting to break out in hives like really bad. They These dice look gross. Yeah. They're having a bad time. And uh, Tamami at first seems to think that he has figured, like appears as though he's figured out what Josuke's ruse is, but actually Rohan's damn house is on fire.
0: Yep. This bit with Tamami where he's like, I figured it out. It's your house that's on fire.
1: <laughs> it's they just
0: full-on fucking blaze. Yep, they just like, look to the I don't know how no one noticed it. Yeah. <laughs> the whole house is on fire.
1: And, and Rohan does not care. He's just like, no, I need to beat gate. That is more important than all of my belongings and my life were going up in flames.
0: Also, the fire happened because of uh, the magnifying glass he was using to check the dice. They just laid down and yeah. apparently started a fire with it.
2: Yeah,
1: man, so uh, Josuke is just like, fuck it, I'm out of here He picks up his dice, which are rapidly becoming Like the white mystery flavor of airheads Uh Uh-huh At this point, I want to eat Muzi
0: Yeah, with some finger ice creams Yeah You You actually know what the white mystery is, by the way? Isn't it, um... Oh... No, I knew at some point. It is a...
1: It's an actual, like, it could be cherry, or it could be watermelon, or raspberry, or whatever. Uh, it is a different one. I, I forget how many months they sort of parse it out, but they just don't put any food coloring in it, basically. Okay. Uh, but... S- see, I was gonna say, I wave, thought
0: it was, like, watermelon.
1: Yeah, the, the first wave each time, though, they basically just scrape all the dregs out from the last batch, so it's just an amalgamation of flavors until they run out of that, and then they switch to a different, like, actual set flavor. Okay. So I had to know one day, and now mm-hmm. I'm an expert on fucking White Mystery
0: Airheads. You see, every time I had them, it always kind of just tasted like watermelon.
1: Yeah, uh, I think that's... I usually get that or, like, kind of a cherry. Yeah. but
0: Also, yeah. I don't really like Airheads much, so... Yeah. Oh,
1: I love him. Cherry is my favorite one. Yeah, me too. So, uh, Joske is out of there, but he fixes Rohan's pinky like a good boy. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I had written down, uh, Safari Kid. Yep. Just rewinding footage from the spy cam he put in his parents' room because of course, and of course, the thing that he notices about this is, boy, my dad hasn't gotten naked in front of mom in a while,
0: uh, which a is what around, makes me
1: think that he. But... Oh, okay, yes. Sure. Look, one of my parents ain't gotten nude around the other parent in a while. Is the, the the thing that makes me think that this camera was installed before Kira. Mm, maybe. This child cares about his parents' sex life far more than a child ever should. Hmm. Yeah. This is like a kid who walked in on his parents doing it, and just kind of, like, nodded his head and slowly closed the door.
0: <laughs> Am I going to have to tag as this straight Shoda again?
1: As soon as he sees his dad the next day, he makes eye contact says,
0: Nice. <laughs> just gives him a little thumbs up at the breakfast table. Boozeye.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ is fucking kid. By the way, uh, is you can this... get along great with Jenkin Boy, probably. Purple <laughs> freaks. They deserve probably. each other. Yeah, probably. Resurrect the Three Stooges, it's Jenkin Boy, Safari Kid, and Sagechi.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most unappealing Bro thing on you've and... ever said. Rohana ship. <laughs> <laughs> Now Rohan would be like whoever the stuck up rich person is in each of the shorts. Like it would always be him playing like some aristocrat that they have to show up.
1: And I'm just imagining more of Rohan's inner dialogue, but it's just the sight of Jenkin Boy, Sagechi, and Safari kid walking down the street at him and his internal dialogue is just screaming. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, so we, uh, we have him over here, Kira, saying case and uh, and Jotaro's name, uh, saying that they're responsible for his current predicament, though, which I feel is going to be a very important thing. Yep. So, uh, but the next day, uh, Josuke bumps into the alien again, and that's when we get the bit with him going, like, oh, I brainwashed this woman into thinking that I'm his son, her son. I'm somebody's son. <laughs> Everybody is somebody's son. Yeah. Uh, and then, so, but she sort of, like, pulls just case. I just, like, I really hope that you are not, like, listening to anything that my deadbeat son has to say. Like, he tried to convince everyone he was an alien in his last school, and he got kicked the fuck out of there. <laughs> we had to I,
0: move towns. I don't know that he got kicked out. I think they just moved. Why are you like this? <laughs> Poor Mikataka. He just wants to be an I alien.
1: want to email us about Sigechi being autistic. Let me tell you about my boy Mikataka. <laughs> <laughs> also, there is no school system at this point in the 90s that knows how to deal with him.
0: I think at this point, um, this reinforces my belief that they just accidentally made the episode too long because here halfway through this episode you just get the to be continued like would normally be at the end
1: (laughs) i love it i just saw that i was like okay i guess this episode's done
0: yeah (laughs) look
1: you There's a lot about Mikataka that I would say you should not cut. I kind of feel they already cut too much of it, and if they left all the things that in the last episode we established they removed from the manga, you might have been able to fill fill two episodes. Yeah, maybe. So. Uh, But uh, we now cut to a bus that Josuke is getting on. Rohan happens to be on the bus. Uh, Just looks Josuke dead in the eye and is like, sit, motherfucker.
0: He tells Shosuke about the damage that his house sustained. Uh which included like what, two million yen worth of furniture exactly like the furniture used in the movie Pretty Woman?
1: Yes. Oh Rohan and, of course was pretty Of course he does.
0: And in of that course. in that uh to be continued part right before the end, it has the narrator saying, um, Rohan's house suffered seven million yen in fire damages. Josuke didn't lose anything. <laughs> but um. Yep, that's basically it. Uh
1: yeah, so like they're they're driving through this tunnel, and Rohan's looking out the window, and he sees like a door leading into a home, and then through a window, what appears to be the new Kira uh chopping off his not wife's hand. Mm-hmm. Which is especially weird because, like, the stuff with Highway Star doesn't make it seem like he's aware of Kira or any of this. He's not making that illusion.
0: No, I that don't... That seems to
1: be something that Rohan is coming up with.
0: Yes, I think it's just meant to show whatever would lure somebody in there. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, although it's still weird that he
1: would see, like, new Kira. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, There's still I also thought that was for... weird, but... Yeah, it should have been David Bowie, Kira, and that would have lured him in.
0: Yeah, well, probably not, because he knows he changed his appearance, and so then he would see that and be like, oh, it must be an illusion. Hmm, yeah, I guess so. That's weird. It but it is weird it looks out exactly the way should, like but also... new Kira.
1: Yeah. So, uh, he tries to convince Josuke what's going on, and Josuke is just like, Josuke, who believed in a space alien and has seen some weird shit, is just, like, pff, an illusion in a tunnel. <laughs>
0: I mean, Fuck off. It is coming from Rohan, who he's just indirectly yeah. responsible for burning his house down, so.
1: Still, though, I kind of feel like he should have entertained it a little bit more than he did. Yeah, uh, But yeah, Rohan can't convince him to come with him to check it out later on. Uh, Rohan also has a sick hog now sure uh, but he goes through the tunnel he doesn't see anything until he puts his hand on the side of the tunnel and then kind of falls into the room from before and he starts like hearing something coming at him but he sees nothing so he decides to like bounce out of there uh, and he pops a wheelie while he's getting the hell out Sure. yeah
0: Rohan's a cool guy uh huh nobody's cooler than Rohan
1: Literally no one. Uh, Then, like, four disembodied feet are coming after him. I really like the sound that this stand makes. Hell yeah! As chasing dudes. Yep. Uh, But he swears to, like, avoid an oncoming truck, and the feet, like, catch up to him, and they start, like, sucking his nutrients out, and, like, you see his skull and everything, which is dope.
0: Yeah. I love how many times they say the word nutrients in these episodes.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I... Also, just the amount of feet that are on Rohan's body. Uh, special, special guest director, Quentin Tarantino, on oh. the Highway Star episode. It's about time. Uh, so, uh, they also start forming into a body, and this stand looks awesome.
0: Yes. Like some weird
1: quilt pattern going on, I love it.
0: Yeah, again though, very similar to the pattern on Guido Mista from Part 5. I, at yeah, this point, Rocky was figuring it out. Yeah, the same sort of eyes too. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Echo Part Three also has those kinds of eyes. Yeah, I like
1: them. I, I think it's a cool look. Mm-hmm. Um, something very ins like very insectoid about it. It's yeah, I like it. So, Uh, is also. Well, so he uses Heaven's Door, that's how he finds out its name is Highway Star, and once it enters the room, uh, once someone enters the room, it will chase them down and suck their nutrients until they die. Uh, and then Josuke shows up and he's just like, uh, my name's Josuke, and I'm dumb, I showed up anyway.
0: hmm Also, of note, uh, Highway Star can chase you up to what, like, 60, 60... kilometers per hour? Yeah. Not that fast, really. Uh how much is that? Is that like uh forty miles an hour?
1: Sure, I don't look, I'll believe anything you tell me when it comes to kilometers.
0: I think that's right, because I think kilometers it's like I I can look. Let me type in sixty kilometers to miles. Uh oh, I put an M and that made it yeah, thirty-seven miles per hour. Yeah, okay, close. but how
1: much is but how much is that in nineteen nineties speed? Nineteen
0: uh, nineties inflation. Uh, boy, this is, this is giving me results from dollar times dot com. Uh, Invest. Oh, we don't want that. We want the Investopedia. That's mm, oh was well, close. Convert units. This is worthless. I don't know. Okay. Well,
1: if they go below 35 miles an hour, they blow up, right? That's how the, this works. Yeah. That's the scenario we're going with.
0: I, I heard a really good joke the other day.
1: Okay. A- Tell me a- the d- joke. I love here's, jokes. Here's
0: the joke. Heads up. It's, uh... Yeah. What, oh, what, what some might call tasteless but here it goes uh, you remember uh, Rock of Love with Brett Michaels sure uh, the, the, the next season of Rock of Love is going to be on his tour bus if the bus goes below 60 miles an hour everyone gets AIDS <laughs> <laughs> there you go that was it <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is a tasteful podcast I'll have you know Where we make fun of fictional children for uh-huh. their looks
0: Well <sighs> get you like uh, Jessica Rabbit saying like I'm not horrible I was just drawn this way
1: Oh god no because now I'm just picturing him in the dress Oh no if you freeze frame when he's falling down the sill, <laughs> it's only on the laser disc version of Diamond is Unbreakable and it's worth a lot of money now. Yeah. Uh, so, um, Josuke shows up and Rohan's just like, don't enter the room!
0: Don't do it! Yep. So, so Josuke's like, yeah, I'm going to. I am getting in here as fast as I can. Uh, and so, Rohan uses Heaven's Door on
1: Joske to send him flying, uh, 70 meters out of the tunnel, and he shouts at him the whole rule of, like, you gotta move 60 kilometers per hour. Uh, so Josuke rebuilds the motorcycle, pops his own wheelie, and gets the fuck on out of there, and that is the episode.
0: Yeah. Okay, manga anime MA differences by the way in the dub as mentioned before highway star is called highway go go uh, yeah
1: it's a, it's a good it's great i, I like
0: that. removed josuke saying uh, that compared to getting two special results in a row stranger things have happened before like his grandma being hit by the same car twice in one day and being fine afterwards oh my god That's, all right remove the scene with Rohan about to bite the dye to test its hardiness until Josuke stops him by saying he forgot to wash his hands after taking a dump earlier see they shouldn't have taken this stuff out they should have just made it two full episodes
1: yeah all this stuff is great that they removed
0: removed Mikitaka sweating out of fear and Josuke sneezing on Rohan to pretend the wetness of the dye was from his sneeze remove tamami's monologue about not being impartial and hoping to see josuke's finger get cut off uh added a morio radio segment which mentions fungami's accident in the tunnel okay so i guess that was here mm. when i yeah, had okay yeah Uh, Rearranged Hayato spying on his parents to another scene chronologically. In the manga, it shows him watching the surveillance tapes right after the incident with Kira and Shinobu on the same night, whereas the anime moved it to the next day. Remove Josuke saying he's a young guy so he'll stand in the bus after Rohan told him to sit down, angering Rohan because it implies that Josuke is calling Rohan old. Removed Josuke thinking Rohan's a creepy guy after feeling Rohan glare at the back of his head while sitting down in front of him. Removed a line of Josuke thinking that Rohan is trying to pick a fight with him when Rohan first asks if he saw the room in the tunnel, but kept Josuke's expression on his face. Changed the scene of Josuke and Rohan arguing into a flashback, with Rohan already at Futatsumori Tunnel with his motorcycle. Also removed, Josuke saying he never wants to see Rohan's face again during that scene, although Josuke mentions he had said it when he arrives at the tunnel later on in the episode. Uh, Removed Rohan wondering if he was hallucinating or whether the tunnel was a trap before he goes in. Next episode, Highway Star Part 2. So, Josuke gets to a payphone to call up Koichi. Mm Mm-hmm. Because so, anybody, in... anybody you want to call, it's Koichi. Like, actually, kind of, yeah, because Koichi is, like, pretty capable and competent. This after all these episodes of us constantly just saying he's dumb.
1: I mean, he... look, everyone is dumb in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Koichi is maybe the less, the, like, the least dumb. He's dumb, but he's, like, not dog-dumb
0: okay uh but
1: yeah he he can't um he can't like uh make the call because highway star like just sort of appears before him because it can just teleport I guess which defeats the whole 60 kilometers thing uh, well, so Josuke's case, like All I right, think it's shit the- I gotta get out of here
0: I think it's, like, if you're standing still specifically, it can teleport somewhere near you. It still doesn't quite work out
1: that way, though, in a part a little bit later on, but we'll get there. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Uh, so. Uh, Josuke is, uh, driving this motorcycle down the street, he has to, like, run a red light, and he almost runs over a baby in a stroller that's, like, crossing the crosswalk. Uh, he avoids it because he has, like, Crazy Diamond break the bike into pieces and, like, does a sick flip over it. Uh-huh. And deforms the bike. And all that's those... awesome, and that just makes me wish we had more Crazy Diamond in the series than we do.
0: Pretty much all of this episode is great.
1: It is! I love it. Uh Like, the, the tension is really high, and, like, K does a lot of really awesome shit.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and... <laughs> It has the best quote from Echo Zack three.
1: God, it is so good. So, this is where I mentioned like Joe's K not above just sort of ruining people's days because he just starts like swiping cell phones out of people's hands on yeah. the street so he can call Koichi. And it's like the first guy is like getting reamed by his boss who's just like, "You're going to get a call in a minute. It's going to be a- it's a one billion yen deal. You better not
0: fuck this up, Johnson." It's Vince McMahon. <laughs> So going, you're going to get a phone call, God damn it! We're going to finalize the Saudi Arabia deal. You better pick up. Everybody's going to love Crown Jewel. Just remember, no women allowed over there. If you don't pick
1: up this call, I'm going to send you to the embassy. That's <laughs> going to be the last anyone hears of you.
0: I'm going to send you in there along with Braun Strowman and a bone saw. <laughs> That's funny because someone died. Uh, I I mean, Saudi Arabia. You know, when the Saudi Arabia thing happened, I kind of thought about making a joke like, I wonder if uh, Roman Reigns is making up the leukemia thing just so he doesn't get killed in an embassy. And then I thought, maybe I shouldn't make that joke right now. Uh, Now it's been long enough. I think it's okay. Now
1: it's been a week. Yeah, it's totally (laughs) gone. It's been long enough. For what is worth, I also heard like John Cena and a lot of them were pissed off that they had to go over there. So
0: yeah, maybe, yeah, you know, John Cena. He's he's uh t- always uh t- you should always emulate John Cena. Got a lot yeah, of good no. ideas, John Cena.
1: It's great hey, that, AJ it, Styles, it, least... especially. Yeah. Look, at least from what I heard, he wasn't happy about it. I don't know if that's actually the case. If it is, if it isn't, it's a bummer he had to go out there and basically be like, oh boy, it's great to be in Saudi Arabia, a country where you don't kill people for having different opinions. (laughs)
0: Uh Uh-huh. I I mean, they did the Saudi Arabia thing before, and it didn't get a great reaction then. I,
1: I, I thought it was after. Like a week no, after. No, this is that. the
0: second Saudi Arabia show. Oh God! They did one a few months ago. It was a uh, well, great because they called it the greatest Royal Rumble, basically burying <laughs> the actual Royal Rumble in a weird way. And it was because of that that later they had the all women show, like to kind of try to make up for it. Uh, <laughs> Vince but... in his office just to go on the
1: phone being like, "Well, the Im- the embassy thing was." kind of like a royal rumble well if you if you think about it
0: it's... yeah so so then they had this other this crown jewel thing scheduled, and then that's when all the embassy stuff happened He's and surprised. so it, it it's somehow even worse now <sighs> look, if Vince McMahon could make thirty dollars by personally cutting up a journalist's body, he would probably do it
1: i don't even think i think you do it for half as much frankly yeah maybe why would you need the news for entertainment the wwe never's got it all (laughs) look i got
0: a bone saw yep specific all right so we should probably mention what that's in reference to it was um apparently at one point vince mcmahon was on a plane and he asked what was it david arquette i think Sure, Is like who's
1: talking to? Of course, David Arquette was on a plane with Vince McMahon. Like, yeah, it was
0: it was him. Vince McMahon. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I want to dip, dip this Vince McMahon into a nice curry.
1: <laughs> I'm five hours past when I would go to bed at this point, so.
0: Well, anyway, so he was on a plane. I I think it was David Arquette because I believe this was. Oh, no, it would have to have been fairly recently because I think he was talking about the WWE network. But he asked, uh "What he was doing is like I'm watching a movie." And Vince is like, "Movie? Why would you need to watch movie? You just got the WWE network. We've got everything on it. We've got a comedy. We've got action. That's all you need. And we got movies. Vince you ever heard of the Leprechaun? <laughs> that's right. You ever heard of whatever that Christmas movie was with the Miz and Page? I no, I actually haven't,
1: and I was probably better off before I knew that was a thing, so that's well,
0: look, great. Sure, well, The Miz's whole gimmick is that he's a movie star. He's in Hollywood, except the only movies he's in are ones produced by WWE Networks. I mean, that is
1: a sad, like, underpinning to his story that I kind of appreciate.
0: Well, he's also basically Johnny Cage from Mortal Kombat, so... It kind of works in that way. Like, yeah, I that like they have that. legitimate movie stars like The Rock, and then this guy thinks he's a huge movie star and he's not.
1: Anyway, uh we may have made light of the embassy thing, but that is absolutely a terrible fucking thing. And at this point, it's kind of like, well, what else can you do but just sort of like try to laugh past how horrible that is? Look, we can't put him no, back together. <laughs> no you cannot it, but like no one's actually doing anything meaningful about it so it's like great this is fucked so what else can I do
0: no nobody will do anything about it because our president's like uh, well, I mean on one hand they cut up a journalist on the other hand uh, we, we make money from them so pfft, I, I don't know what do you want me to do
1: about it I co-host an anime podcast
0: get off my back <laughs> that's right we don't have any power here.
1: Yeah. I watch anime. I'm already a terrible person. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here I go supporting the beast again.
0: RIP to Koshagi. Pour one out for a homie.
1: Man. So, Josuke, uh, that's that's the first cell phone he grabs. The second <laughs> one is this dude who's about to... Perform... Yeah, hi, welcome back to this podcast where we actually have to talk about this fucking anime. Uh, this cartoon man's going to propose to his wife, and then Josuke takes that cell phone, so that's just two lives he's destroyed. Yep. Way to be, kid. Uh-huh. Uh, but he calls up Koichi, uh, explains what's going on, Koichi looks up, like, uh, the accidents that happened, and he's like, oh, it must be another victim, and then Josuke's like, no, this guy absorbs nutrients, so, like, the accident wouldn't have left a lot of blood behind, like, they would have just been a husk. Uh, so he thinks that what's going on is the victim of the initial motorcycle accident is holed up in a hospital somewhere in critical condition and he's stealing nutrients to recover from his accident
0: I mean turns out that's exactly correct yep detective work Koichi yeah
1: (laughs) boy detective Koichi yeah real Billy Quiz Boy motherfucker over here.
0: Yep. I mean, he's (sighs) got a giant head.
1: That is true. So, I'm just starting to think of uh, Rohan as Mr. White now. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, I'm into it.
1: So Who would be be Sergeant
0: um, Hatred in JoJo? Oh, boy.
1: Um... Alessi. Okay, because Alessi likes the boys. Uh, He's yeah. got a real problem with it. They had to put Alessi on some pills, and <laughs> sure.
0: <laughs> uh, you're saying Alessi was chemically castrated? <laughs> oh yes. That's
1: really the best outcome to the Alessi episode. I actually
0: feel like we might have made that joke back then too. Uh, maybe. Yeah. I think it might have been something about Alan Turing. That seems like something I would say. All right, let's look at the checklist. We
1: got an AIDS joke. Mm -hmm. Oh, we got about the bonesaw embassy. (laughs) What if Bonesaw um... McDuggan was at the embassy? Huh? How about that? There's a joke to be had there. I'm too tired
0: to make it. You're also so tired. You're confusing hacksaw Jim Duggan, who is a, a real wrestler, Hack- with with bone saw McGraw, who was a Macho Man in Spider Man. <laughs> Remember, bone saw's coming. <laughs> Everything
1: is terrible. <laughs> Everything is so fucking terrible. I had to watch this fucking Jake and boy throw fists with Rohan for half an hour. A man died. We made an AIDS joke. We made fun of a cartoon boy with autism. Everything's terrible. Yeah. That and looks, here that's... we sit, atop Asshole Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> with their <our> fucking stutters <laughs> in our mouths. <laughs>
0: Email me, bitch. Do not send emails about this episode. <laughs> We're going to get protested by one million moms for this episode.
1: One million moms agree this podcast should be
0: banned. This podcast is worse than Detective Pikachu. (laughs) We're more offensive than anything in that trailer.
1: Uh, I know so many people who are excited for that movie,
0: and that is genuinely distressing to me. I kind of am. Like it, it looks I, weird. That movie gives me vibes of Mario movie.
1: Yes, but then also I cannot get past the Yogi Bear ass aesthetic.
0: Mm, I don't know. Like for I some, can't, I can't for, do it. I for hate some, that... I don't like it. I really like the really gross looking ones, like Mr. Mime and Jigglypuff. Uh, for actual Pikachu himself, yeah, I'm not too much of a fan of it.
1: I do not I don't I don't like any of it. I don't like seeing the inside of a hyper realistic Psyduck's mouth. Oh, that was really good. I did not need to go there. Uh,
0: i I'm probably 31 gonna go years see that old, I do the not theater. need that sh-
1: <laughs> <sighs> don't need it in my life, I don't need it. You wanna see that in D Box 3D?
0: No. Absolutely not. I mean I if there's ever re- a no, I want to retain my sanity, please. I hope that movie features a cover of a Brian Ferry song in it, just like Mario movie.
1: Okay, I'd maybe come around on it if that were the case. Josuke's about to drive into the ocean. I feel like we hit the water an hour ago. Mm-hmm. But Josuke's just about there. Uh, so he's like, oh no, I gotta make a fucking Batmobile turn between these shipping containers at 60 kilometers per hour. Yep. Uh, and he does it. Uh, but then, shit, there's the ocean again.
0: Uh-huh. Turns out, oh, uh, the ocean is large. <laughs> and <laughs> Japan is an island. Who would have guessed? Jose was Josuke saying this to himself. Yep. Ocean
1: large, Japan island oh no yeah so uh crazy diamond punches a bunch of shipping containers and then he uses like the debris to form a wall between him and highway star so this is where like highway star could just teleport to the other side of this barrier that he made but it doesn't do that it like keeps sniffing with its toes and then reforms and then is like crawling up the barrier yeah and Josuke uses this to take the, the bike and he goes through like a like a drain, uh they they call it something.
0: Oh, what is it called? I don't know. Uh a, a culvert. Oh a culvert, yeah, sure.
1: Culvert, yeah. Uh so he starts riding down that, but then like the bike is running out of gas. Mm-hmm. And so then this is weird because he's just like Oh, bike's running out of gas. That's not a problem. I'm fine with this. I'm fine with everything. (laughs) I was going to launch into the air. Just fly through the air. This is fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Love it. Just torpedoing through the sky, completely still-bodied, just going like, not a problem. This is like the fucking Homer's Pig segment. Like Joe's case, just a little airborne, but it's still good. It's still good. Uh, what? but there's like a car that's what? parked, and he's about to hit it. So he no, I'm just moving on. Okay. So look, we need to hit this. Uh, yeah, he flies into the car. Uh, feet coming. Crazy diamond coming. Uh, just get gets coming, out of the car. Feet coming. Josuke gets out of the car, Uh, he traps the feet inside of the car, then he punches a hole in the gas tank and fills up his motorcycle with the gas. Everything's going Josuke's way except for the fact that he's now lost. Yeah.
0: Kind of a problem.
1: Uh Uh-oh. Doesn't even know how he ended up at the ocean. Uh, But yeah, this is when, like, Koichi's at the hospital and he's, like, trying to find the victim of the bike crash and, like, this lady behind the counter is, like, visiting hours are closed also you're short and you look dumb and I hate everything about you
0: she's very rude yeah I mean whatever uh, happened some... to Bedside manner. am I right? some might call this woman a hoe and
1: maybe a beach
0: <laughs> maybe <laughs> that person might be Reverb Act 3 who pops out
1: and just says, Okay, Masta, let's kill the Ho. Beach. Beach. Yep. This is the single greatest line in any episode <laughs> of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and I refuse to believe that anything anyone says after this tops it. Yep. See, I-, I told you. Reverb's great. This is... God, I fucking love this. And so, like, he uses his power to, like basically creates the distractions like toppling, toppling a bunch of expensive jars of something over and the nurse has to like hold them up and then Koichi's just like I don't know I guess I could help you out but uh, yeah, maybe you should help me first tell me uh, where this room is that I'm looking for mm-hmm. I got super Saiyan here now so I guess I'm just an asshole all the time but <laughs> well, look she was rude first yeah no she deserves all of this uh, but she tells him, and then Josuke just fucking drives
0: into the. <laughs> yep. Just smashes through the front door.
1: <laughs> yeah, just drives through. He's just like, hey, Queechy, where am I going?
0: Is I r- room 525?
1: Oh, Okay, cool. Thanks. We're going in the elevator.
0: <laughs> it It is too bad that he goes in the elevator because I would have liked to have seen Josuke, like, tearing ass up the stairs in the motorcycle. Yeah. That would have been good.
1: Awesome. Uh, but he's in the elevator, and feet start pushing through the elevator. And Kuichi uh, uses Act Three to like pin them down. Uh, but more of them head through some vents. And so when Josuke gets out and he gets to the room, the feet latch on, and he kind of collapses uh, in the middle of uh, Highway Star's user's room. A guy who we now know as you,
0: you yeah, yep,
1: yeah, who
0: is the dopest
1: looking character.
0: His uh H S nice tattoo on thing. his chin is very stupid.
1: Yes, it is, and I love it. <laughs> but he's just like surrounded by like a posse of women.
0: Yeah, There's a bevy of boncho babes just yeah. in his hotel or a hospital room. Uh,
1: and so he keeps training Joske of his nutrients to the point where now his sense of smell is returning. He can smell so well, he can tell when a peach across the room is rotten. He can tell when a woman is having her period. <laughs> <laughs> He's laid his bed going, like, yeah, I can, I can uh, smell what he uses, uh, I don't know, bleeding out of whatever.
0: <laughs> Blood coming out of there, whatever. Yeah.
1: Uh, and he can also tell when somebody is pissed off because of the adrenaline. Uh and then all three of the women are like, well, it can't be us. We're like super happy that you know you're awake and you're feeling better. And then <laughs> just hands out a little bit, Joe just standing behind this dude.
0: I really like this where Joe just standing there with blood dripping down his forehead. <laughs> yeah. Just going like,
1: it's me. Yep. I'm mad. Yeah, Josuke just, uh, I guess took the IV out of this dude's arm, I don't know, licked the blood off, and then sucked out, like, the IV juice from I, the
0: bag? I think it was one of the spare ones that was nearby. I sure hope so. <laughs> yeah, yeah he was just sucking on IV liquid, which I'm not sure that works. Yeah. I'm sorry, Mr. Higashikata,
1: Uh, you tested positive for syphilis. <laughs>
0: I mean, I, look, I ain't no doctor, but I'm pretty sure IV liquid has to be administered through an IV to work. I don't know, you could put
1: beer in your butt and get drunk. Human body is, uh, mm. really something. Yeah, it's a real nightmare. Also, he's like, I absorb just enough nutrients from that bag to, like, be able to stand up. Uh, And then Highway Star comes after him But he just uses uh, Crazy Diamond To punch the shit out of Yu's leg Yep And then Yu's just like You would beat up a guy who's in a hospital bed You would beat up a guy with
0: glasses Would (laughs) you As I know That's why I already healed you Now it's fine Yeah just throws him out a window (laughs) Yep And so now he's back at the hospital (laughs)
1: Yeah but I like this because he's just like, okay, you're going to free my friend. Sorry, I need to walk that back a bit. You're going to free a guy I know named Rohan.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, or I'm going to put you back in the hospital, uh, which he does anyway because he initially refuses. And he's just like, if you use your power ever again to heal yourself from this accident, I will continually put your ass back in the hospital. Until you wise up and learn to just let your wounds heal. Yeah. Josuke's is cool. I like Josuke. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, Rohan is, uh, he's getting up. Uh, he's still mad though.
0: Mm hmm. I mean, uh, if Josuke had just listened to him to begin with. Yes. Yeah, I suppose. Uh,
1: and then, uh, you know,
0: Koichi took his dog for a walk,
1: and, uh, there's a cat in
0: Kira's house. Yeah, uh, Kira's wife goes to the basement and sees a cat in the basement. That's the end. And yes, Koichi takes his dog for a walk. I don't know why yeah. it mentions that, but, okay. Uh, that's it. Manga MA differences. Removed Josuke saying he sucks at math, and shortened his calculations to determine the distance he'll be from Highway Star. Uh, Maybe
1: this is why I find him to be such a relatable character. (laughs)
0: Yeah, maybe. Also moved his calculations to be after Highway Star catches up to him at the payphone rather than before. Uh, Changed Koichi's hair to what they're like in his fight against Sheer Heart Attack. Removed the Adidas brand logo from Koichi's clothes. Removed Koichi's family members, saying they're using the restroom and telling Koichi to pick up the phone, with Koichi complaining that they just told him to walk the dog. Okay, so I guess that's why it meant... So they took out that, but then still have him walking the dog at the end.
1: Some weird, um... Weird things that they're removing from this batch of episodes, considering some of the stuff they leave in, too. Yeah. Uh, Removed...
0: Well, I'm, I guess... Maybe because of the way all of these are mingled together. Like, that's why. Like, maybe they have a set amount of episodes that they had to stick to. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I mean, <sighs> there might have been something as far as like your episode order is just this amount. You need to figure out how to make it work. Mm
0: hmm. Remove the panels of Koichi asking if Josuke can head towards his house. Josuke replies back he can't pull a U-turn at 60 kilometers an hour because he'll crash, and he doesn't know the streets around him very well either. Sorry, quick
1: question. So, let's say that they did. Let's say they had a certain number of episodes to work from. What was so important about the Jenkin boy that (laughs) if they had to cut something they couldn't just be like, we could just abort this entire episode?
0: I bet there are some real freaks out there that love Junkin' Boy. Uh, and they would have been mad if great. he had been taken out. Junkin' Boy or Riot. Whatever. Like those people, if if they're out there, they're not they don't count as humans.
1: They write for the JoJo's wiki. Clearly. <laughs> Because that's the only goddamn episode with pseudonotes! notes.
0: Yeah. Uh, remove the narrator explaining how motorcycles normally don't have a gasoline gauge, and how Joske doesn't realize the shortage of gas because he is inexperienced. Remove the, the
1: bit r- r- jo- a bit narrator thing just explaining how a motorcycle works. <laughs> yeah,
0: there has been a lot of that lately, like in part four. Yeah. Uh, remove the nurse asking if koichi is a family member of yuya and a line of her mocking koichi that they have an ear specialist upstairs if he needs one
1: well there's kind of a
0: mention of that where she says something like what didn't you notice the sign you know you can come back for a uh, eye exam in the morning if you need it so it's kind of the same thing she's awful yeah Added scene of Josuke healing Rohan at the tunnel, with Rohan still being mad at him, and included Jotaro in the scene as well. In the manga, what happened was only narrated. Added scene of Koichi walking his dog after everything was over, and the manga was only narrated as well. And added scene of Shinobu finding Tama in her basement before the events of Chapter 392, which is covered in the following episode. I hear Kira or I hear Cats love Kira. Yeah, that's that's what I've heard because uh next time we'll be watching episodes 30 through 32 which are Cats love Yoshikage Kira through July 15th Thursday part 2. Again, this is a, where it gets weird. There's no really good way to split this because July 15th is like a five-part thing and there's no episode in there that has a good breaking point but i was looking at this
1: earlier today and was thinking like oh god i have to watch a lot of episodes and then kind of forgot that we were splitting it up kind of weird yeah yeah boy i sure hope nothing terrible happens in the world between doing this episode and that one what is that
0: Oh, being nice asked to avoid making more unfortunate jokes. No, that's why people come here. That's why they listen. They love.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, everybody.
0: I'm not. Uh, a- but also, just just for my sanity, do not apologize ever mm. for yeah, anything. I'm, well, I'm
1: sorry for apologizing.
0: No, don't.
1: Oh, all right. Sorry. Jeez. No, stop! I just... stop doing. Okay, gone. We'll this
2: right.